Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Amy Parrish with Rhythm Communications. Welcome, Amy. Hi, how you doing? I am doing well. Before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about Rhythm Communications. How are you serving folks? So Rhythm Communications is a... A marketing firm that specializes in public relations, media relations, but we deliver fully integrated campaigns that range from uh, not only the media relations component, but social media, which has become a crucial part of marketing today, um, as well as the print materials and event production. So we are um, pretty busy these days. There's a lot going on in Atlanta. And although we work across the country, uh, probably 50% of our business is within the, within the Southeast. Now, can you share a little bit about maybe the evolution of marketing into this more integrated uh, approach that folks are taking? At one point, there were just dedicated firms just in PR, just in advertising, or just an event. And now it seems like there's a blurring of the lines, especially when you toss in social media that kind of binds it all together. Yes, I think that's true. Um, In general, uh, media relations is still a key component of the work that we do and that clients are seeking Um, because using the media as your uh, validation arm um, for any message that you want to convey still has a lot of power in the marketplace. However, um, individuals uh, on social media channels um, and going direct to consumers uh, from the brand have become a way to create the trust that you need. So although the media is still probably the primary source for those types of initiatives, uh, you still need to be speaking, um, or as we would say, singing from the same sheet of music and being on the rhythm of the marketplace with whatever the trends are, whatever the uh, trending topics are, and making sure that all of those initiatives are in sync. So out of necessity, um, I don't know of a PR firm that wouldn't be thinking about or shouldn't be thinking about um, social media and direct uh, email marketing channels to communicate with consumers in addition to their media strategy. I would say in the last couple of years with the pandemic, although no one wants to talk about it, um, it made that even more necessary because the um, trust in the media uh, seemed to change. I don't necessarily agree with, with that because I am a big proponent of the media, but it did in fact change. So being consistent in the marketplace, conveying the messages that you want to convey while the media is validating that message in that position Uh, is the most significant way to achieve your goal in marketing, in my opinion. So it's uh, critical to have all of these elements working hand in hand rather than just kind of this 
um, kind of pop gun approach of just, oh, let's do this for a little bit. Oh, I heard TikTok's a good one. Let's go do something over there. Or, hey, LinkedIn marketing seems hot. Let's let's spend some money there. You think yeah. that it's better to kind of coordinate everything and to, and to have everything kind of working harmoniously. That's correct. And um, consistency is key. Now, the way in which you might communicate that message or the words that you might use, depending on the typical audience of that channel of communications, certainly that would change. So for instance, if you're using TikTok to communicate a story and you're using LinkedIn, as you can imagine, the messaging and the positioning might sound a little different, but at the core, the attributes of the brand are the same. Um, So uh, as an example, we represent a, a very successful TikTok artist named Young Homie, Y-V-N-G Homie. And he is a good, clean-cut guy that is very successful on TikTok. And he's, I believe, 19 years old. Uh, when we talk about Young Homie on um, on sort of the channels that might be uh, TikTok or on YouTube, as you can imagine, the messaging might be a little more youthful. Not that we don't all use those channels, but the language is different. When we talk about him on LinkedIn, the positioning is the same of him as a professional, but we're talking more about the fact that other brands can hire him instead of focusing on the fact that he he released a new dance move or that he's currently uh, doing an around the world um, dance uh, similar to the moonwalk uh, with Michael Jackson back in the day. So just very different, a very different um, approach, but the same core message has to be conveyed. So now do you serve a specific niche or you're kind of industry agnostic and you can uh, help with strategy no matter uh, what the client is or who they're trying to reach? We're, we're industry agnostic. We're solution um, focused. So the solutions that we provide typically are led by media relations um, with other necessary support mechanisms in marketing to get that message conveyed. Um, as far as the industry experience, we happen to have by the very nature of being located in Georgia, we happen to have an emphasis um, in specific markets. Um, That includes uh, entertainment just because there's a lot of it here. And so by the very nature of being a firm around for a long time, uh, we certainly have the right goods, if you will, to deliver on an entertainment project, whether that's film or sports, we represent um, sports celebrities Um, We represent film studios, et cetera. We also um, have a specialty um, in medical and uh, health-related brands and technologies, and that's partially because of my background. I came originally through through the background of an old company called Atom Software that spawned probably 30 plus um, CEOs that are out in the marketplace today. But back in the day, we were a small little scrappy software company led by two people I really admire, uh, Greg Swain and Bob Kramer, who are kind of known in the industry for 
healthcare technology solutions and investments today. So um, I would say healthcare, I would say entertainment, and uh, frankly, we do a lot of work in um, larger nonprofits. Why? Because a lot of the bigger brands in Georgia sponsor nonprofits, and uh, there aren't a lot of firms that know how to do that work and help to position those properly. So. Now, what is kind of a symptom that a firm uh, might be struggling right now where rhythm is a good fit to help them either kind of get out of that spiral or take them, their brand to a new level? Hmm. That's an interesting question. So um, I'm going to take the spiral first. So we get brought into the spiral, spiral a lot, unfortunately, a lot of times um, companies are struggling and um, sort of run of the mill marketing and PR firms that are sort of smaller. They do the same thing the same way every time. We don't believe in that. We believe in tailored solutions based on the need of the client. So a lot of times they've been burned by another firm. They bring us in and say, we need you to help us fix this problem, whether it's a positioning problem, uh, repositioning of a product or service, or they've run into a crisis. Um, I hate that that can happen, but it certainly does. Um, I think because we're willing to get in and get our elbows dirty and be part of the team to really understand their culture, understand their desires, and to mold into into their team instead of trying to be a new team and displace people that they trust. Um, I think that has been our success. Um, The first thing we do, though, is to spend a lot of time understanding what the challenges are and ask the right questions of all the executives and find out where there's a disconnect. Even the largest companies in the world, you could put three executives in a room and they all have a different position. They need to all be on the same page to grow. So I think our core of making sure that we're all on the same page, we're singing off the same same sheet of music, the campaigns fall out from that. So um, we get brought in sometimes just to do a one-day session to help them all get on the same page, and then they use their internal marketing people. We're open to that. But uh, crisis work is one of our specialties, and there aren't a lot of firms in Atlanta that are comfortable with that work. And that's because we are former journalists, most of us. Um, On the positive side of a company that wants to grow, I think a lot of times um, you start your growth and you plateau because you don't have that new or interesting thing to say. Sometimes it just takes having an outside party versus your internal marketing people to help you identify that aha moment that says, hey, let's either find the news that you're forgetting exists because you're living it day to day, or let's help to create your own news uh, so that there's something interesting to say. Um, So we help them overcome that plateau by helping to identify what the great stories are to tell. And then we tell that story through multiple communications channels and to their desired customers direct to make sure that everyone is being touched. Once that happens, if in fact you have a solid product or service to offer, 
that momentum begins. And then you have to be consistent. You got to be telling the next piece of news every month. You got to be telling the next piece of positive information every day. Social media is key for that without frustrating people because they can decide if they check it out or not. Is there any advice for a firm that's listening right now that wants to maybe um, attempt that exercise you just described? Like a lot of times uh, internally, you don't know what you're not seeing the same thing an outsider sees. You might, like you said, take things for granted and there could be news that you as a professional see that's obvious to you in five seconds, but to them, they see it every day. So they stop seeing it. Is there any exercise you can recommend uh, entrepreneurs or leaders right now to do to kind of um, open the curtain a little bit or to give them a, a glimpse of kind of maybe the reality that is, is there a way to do that? Or do you need outside eyes to do that? I think, you know, um, I'm never going to force an agency model on top of someone. Do I think it's valuable? I do. Um, But you can always go a different route. I mean, if you weren't in a financial position to hire an outside consulting group like us, um, you know, you could bring in a couple of different um, targeted customers Uh, that you have not been able to resonate with and build their trust and say, hey, I'm not going to sell you anything. I want to find out why you're not buying. And then you go in and you share with them your who, what, where, when, why, and how of your business. Those are the basics. If you can't do that, who, what, where, when, why, and how, if you can't present that, then you can't get to the next level of telling them the new news, the exciting news you want to share. So I would, I would start there, make sure that you have that refined. Once you do, I would then um, pull in uh, some major stakeholders. Maybe it's members of your board. Maybe it's some of your investors. Um, so those outside parties don't have to be rhythm communications. I'd love for it to be, but I'm realistic that not everyone's going to do that but you have to listen to your market. And a good way to do that is to pull those stakeholders who want you to be successful, who may be a little distant from the day-to-day. I will give you an example of something that just happened. Uh, We were talking to one of our clients yesterday. And while we're talking we were going through what the new stories were and they're like, well, you know, really the big news is coming in June. We've got all these trade shows coming up. We can talk then. And I asked a simple question that may seem obvious. I said, do you have any new technology updates coming up, new features and functionality? He goes, yeah, we've got one coming up this week. And I laughed and I said, Maybe we should be talking about that. So sometimes it's just the obvious question that everyone forgot to ask because they've been working on that update for months, right? So I think it's good. I I think, you, you know, board members want to share their knowledge. Board members are typically those people with gray hair, with great ideas that have been in the trenches. Use them. If they don't have time to hop on a call, send them a survey. Now, you mentioned part of your service is events. Um, how important are events in today's world where, especially as we're coming out of a pandemic, people are hungry for those kind of uh, meaningful interactions with other people? It's interesting you would ask that question. Um, 
I would say that people coming out of the pandemic are either uh, hungry or hesitant to interact. And um, so you still see a lot of that hesitancy. Um, So every event that we're producing right now um, has an in-person and a virtual component. And I actually think that maybe for the foreseeable future in our industry, that's going to be a requirement. So, um, so I would bring that up. I would also say that those who have come out of the pandemic, although they are hungry to be in public, they are overwhelmed and understaffed. Um, so having that uh, virtual component is also important um, so that if they aren't able to attend in person, on their own time, they can play catch up, if you will, um, and and learn from that uh, learn from that experience in some other way at a lower cost. Um, having said that, uh, the events that we have uh, produced, and we've had, ironically, a physical event every two weeks, every two weeks probably for since December. Um, and so, uh, the companies are hungry to get face-to-face with their customers. Um, the virtual component I think is going to be required. And what I will say is that although we're offering, um, distance experiences, um, they're excited to come and they're coming in droves. Um, I would also say that we will continue sort of the safety regulations around, um, encouraging people they don't have to wear masks, but they can or maybe should. Um, we're going to continue to offer um, food and drink that is not necessarily a shared item, but a handheld item in a separate, um, you know, served separately in a separate container of some sort. Um, but I will say that uh, it's been really wonderful to plan events and see how people appreciate them so much. I actually feel that there's not a single brand on the planet that wouldn't benefit from the excitement of consumers today of any type to be able to come to an event. Most of our events have been business to business and CEOs are showing up. Um, In fact, and for a while there, that was hard to do. In fact, we just um, did an event called the International Poverty Forum And we had more C-level executives in the crowd than I think I've ever seen at any event in 10 years. Um, And it was because not only were they invested in the community and wanting to uh, give to be present, they also wanted to give back. And I see a big trend with events that even if it is a for-profit company with a for-profit message, um, they're offering a nonprofit contribution, a percentage of what's raised, uh, fundraisers at their um, dances or concerts, silent auctions with donations to nonprofits. It's been really interesting to see sort of the kinder, gentler uh, economic model that I'm seeing today. So what do you need more of? How can we help? Are you looking for more clients? Are you looking for more talent? Uh, What is kind of the most pressing need at Rhythm? Thank you for saying that. Um, how about all the above? We, we love uh, meeting new talent. Um, we're always looking. We're always interviewing. So uh, send them our way if anyone express, in- 
expresses interest. Uh, we are certainly growing and we don't want to stop that momentum. So uh, if anyone is interested in talking to Rhythm Communications, uh, send me an email, aparish at rhythmcommunications.com. And um, we are, we're open for business and excited. Our office is located in Buckhead um, and uh, we work part of the week from home, but we're glad to meet you face to face. So um, I hope you'll keep us in mind. And it's been a great honor to be here today. And the website for Rhythm Communications? www.rhythmcommunications.com. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. I love what you guys do and um, I'm a fan. So if that helps. Thank you. (laughs) All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 